Disreleased Podcast. This is episode 144. Woo! Just post at gmail.com, Instagram, PayPal, nope, not PayPal, pay, tree, on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've, uh, let's get right into uh, trifling in an NYC. Uh, both of us have been traveling lately. Uh, yeah. Why don't you go first with your trifling? You're trifling in NYC or part of your travels? Um, it's my travels to, to Tucson. Um, hmm. So this one was sort of, I guess, my own trifling, right? I got in my own head a little too much. Um, that could happen when you're out in the mm, wilderness. Out of your element. <laughs> so then, so we went camping. Um, so we had to do a hike. It was about 6.9 mile hike. All Duh. uphill. Duh. That was probably a uh, part of our problem because it was about a four, uh, three to four thousand foot elevation change increase. <laughs> you know, it's like a um, mile. Mile. High. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that was a miscalculation on our part. So that was my first trifling. Was that I didn't really take that into into account um, when thinking about the hike. Okay. <laughs> and then you know we got to camping. And then we made it to the campsite and everything was all good. There was nobody else there. It was a small campsite. It was only space for, um, so in the, and I'm sorry, it was a small campground and there were only spaces for, there were three individual campsites within the campground. Right? Oh no, only three. Oh On. man, the sound effects are back. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, go, go on. Okay, so then as we we're camping and no, nobody else shows up, so I was glad. Oh, now no. it's now it's time for bed, right? <laughs> so you're just you're just out there, um, and then the mind can start going. Yeah. <laughs> Is this like? Well, this this happens to me if I try to sleep in a place without white noise. Like I need like a fan going, and yeah. it's mostly because like I will start thinking about all kinds of shit if I don't right. have like that it was distraction. Just too much going on. So at first I was trying to make sure I stayed awake long enough to see the stars, right? Hmm. To see them come out and make their appearance. And man, that was that was outstanding when the stars came out. I was like, oh man, this is beautiful. Right? Really bright stars. And so then I'm laying in the tent and it is a tent that's basically like the top half the bottom half is solid, but then the top half is like um, like a screen, right? Mm, so cool. air can come in, you can see out, but we've got the cover over it as well. And then it's the flap on my side, the cover is open, so I can see out of the screen. Mm -hmm. um, and air can sort of come in, and it was a nice breeze going. And I'm laying there, and, you know, and I just start thinking... Like I, I need to go to sleep so I can get up and do all the stuff I have to do in the morning and then hike back. But then I'm also like, well, my mind starts going. Like I keep thinking that I'm going to fall asleep and wake up and number one, see just like a face staring in the screen, <laughs> looking at me. Mm, Sasquatch. <laughs> so, 
so that's the first one, right? So then, but then I start like, oh, but what if I saw a Sasquatch, right? So then I'm like, oh, really? I was joking. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, if I saw a Sasquatch, then I would see him outside, like rummaging through our stuff because you had to put it in the, in like little animal boxes in these bear boxes. Uh, and then yeah, I, the bear boxes. So then I have like this daydream about me meeting Sasquatch and then going out <laughs> to and like communicating with Sasquatch and having a picture and getting photo evidence of Sasquatch. Mm. So that one was that one was kind of fun, right? So I was like, okay. Okay. that was good. And that was after, you know, I just had this picture of some like weird mountain man looking in and then, you know, all the things that would happen mm. after that, like murder and whatnot. Yeah. And to fight and Tweaker. Yeah, Tweaker could have made it all the way up there. Um, but then the final one was probably my most disturbing one because I, I think I'd watched this preview a lot and then I'd seen this movie, that Dave Eggers movie, not the new one, but, um, The Witch. And so then mm, yeah, great I movie. started thinking about fucking like witches being up there <laughs> and then like, and not it just being a man, but being like, a witch and like all the things that could happen. It's like a witch got to us when we were just out in the wilderness. Mm. And so then I'm like, put that out of your mind. You can't think about witches <laughs> trying to sleep. So then I had to like, oh man, it was a rough night. Sleep. So did you so get any sleep? I did. I did go to sleep <laughs> between like the witches and like the random so, mountain man. And the- so what was it about this particular bit of wilderness that, made you go to think about these like sort of scary dangers i don't know i think it was just um just too much media man that's like all all that happens when you're out Mm. in the woods too much of these scary movies i keep watching yeah. to watch one where the but i don't like the home invasion ones either those ones are even more disturbing for me so like generally, yeah. if it's like the forest ones, because I'm not out there that much, it's like a little more removed from my reality. So it's I'm better with that, hmm. you know. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I, I have seen the witch, and they are yeah, it's a family who's sort of out on their own in the wilderness. Yeah, it was but really good. Sasquatch, but I thought was more Sasquatch Pacific was fun. Northwest. Yeah, I I know, but I was just you know it was like, like some you think he's going to be a buddy of yours. And then imagine like if I was the first person that had like photographic evidence of Sasquatch, like real definitive, it would have been so great. Yeah, I mean people awesome. people still find a way to hate on you, even if it was real. <sighs> you know, they it's interesting because you I guess you were in bear country, and they a lot of times they say that these uh, Sasquatch sightings are actually just bears who are standing up on their hind legs and kind of walking around to get, get stuff that's in trees. Yeah. I have heard that too. And that makes a lot of sense. Like a bear, just like, yeah. up, like messing about in the tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like, like, just like your average sort of bear. That would be really scary though. Imagine if a bear was just walking people. towards you on two feet. <laughs> No, I, no, I will not imagine that because as it happens, I'm in Seattle now and I, the place I'm staying is right next to the woods of a big wooded area. Mm. So I do not want to be imagining bears running up All on witches me. coming out of those woods. So, mm-hmm. God, I mean, those witches were kind of hot in that movie, I gotta say. <laughs> and I, I believe they were naked as well. But speaking of which, I have a trifling in SEA. Um, 
Seattle. Uh, <laughs> Thanks uh, for the clarification. That happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was out with some friends. Um, we were at this, this uh, like sports bar uh, in this part of northern Seattle. And um, just three of us were just hanging out. And there was this other group of, I think, th- three people uh, who were just sort of close to us playing darts. Uh-huh. And uh, they had this really big dog with them too. Like I don't know what kind. Like it was like a, it's like a poodle, but it was huge. Um, what? but it was really. Oh, I think I've seen those. Yeah, it was really friendly and it was cool. And uh, you know, I'm a dog lover, and so we sort of, sort of connected with that with that group. Um, yeah. I think it was like a guy. I think it's two guys and a girl, and we just sort of chatting, and they were cool. And then I go into the restroom. Um, and when I come out, um, I see that one of the guys had been talking to my two friends and uh-huh. they're sort of looking at me a little weird, like my oh, friends boy. and they're like, sort of grinning and they're like, Hey, visceralist, uh, play rock, paper, scissors with this dude. And this dude is looking at me and he's just sort of like, I don't know, regular looking, uh, white dude. Uh, and I, I'm calling out his race because, uh, it is, it is pertinent to the story. Um, regular white dude with a beard, and um, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, man, come on, let's play rock paper scissors." I'm like, "What the? F-? It's like my what friends are gonna, friends do? <laughs> yeah, they were clearly, <laughs> clearly involved." And um, I was like, "Okay, well, we're not gonna do anything that's gonna get me beat up, so let me just play along. <laughs> let's just play along with this." And. <laughs> I um I start playing um I'm like all right we'll do one oh and then I was initially dubious the guy's like oh come on if you win I'll buy a round of drinks for for you for you guys oh that's like, how he lured you in huh? I was like yeah okay but if I lose like I'm not buying you drinks and he's like yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's cool it's all good so I was like all right um so I I <laughs> do the rock, I do rock paper scissors we both throw scissors. Okay. And then my friends start cracking up laughing. And I'm like, okay, what's the deal here? And he's like, my my friends are like, this guy came up to us and he said, I have this pet theory that with rock, paper, scissors, white guys always throw scissors first. (laughs) Okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So I'm like, what? Like, this is messed up for a number of different reasons. <laughs> First of all, um, I'm not exactly white. Uh, I'm half white, half black. Uh, and I definitely don't look just straight up white. But this guy just assumed that I was white. And <laughs> he's like, he was happy because he's like, oh, yeah, my theory still sticks that white guys, all, white guys always throw He's like, scissors yep, first. I knew it. I yeah, he's knew like, it. knew it. Okay. Secondly, he threw scissors too. So if he assumes that, so a, I guess he's his theory's still right because he was a white guy. But yeah, if he assumed I was going to throw scissors, he should have thrown rock to beat me. Well, he's me. not really trying to win. He was just trying to prove his point, though. I mean, I guess if he wants to prove his point, then yeah, he would have to throw scissors. But also. I mean, why not try to win if, like, you know, I don't know, 20, 20 bucks is on the line. Right. If he, if, I see what you're saying, right? Yeah. If, in his mind, he's like, yeah, this guy's throwing scissors. 
most throw rocks so I can win. I know yeah. he's gonna throw scissors. Based based on I mean my- he was right <laughs> and I am half white. So but still it felt a little kinda yucky. So yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, you like I'm not I'm not really white like you think I am. Um and he and then he was like, Oh, oh, bro, oh no no no. Like I didn't mean anything like by it. like no, it's just kinda this goes back to like co- when I was in college, like like me and my college buddies, like we would do this a lot and um like uh they all threw I just, I just noticed this one thing, we're white guys, and I was like, dude, I don't I I'm not offended or anything, but like it's just it's just weird all the way around he's like oh let me get your drinks dude and so i was like all right whatever you can can get us some drinks so then like he just went back with his friends and we were talking we were laughing about it because like the whole the whole scenario is just really weird because like i guess he came up to my friends when i went to the restroom is like yeah bro like yo bro yo bro uh i'm just gonna play some wicked rock paper scissors bro and um so my my friends knowing that I like weird shit. So anyway, we we go outside to get a to get a lift to go to the next place we were going to, and he comes. The dude comes out while we're waiting, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I just want to say again, bro. Like, I didn't mean any. I didn't mean anything by it. Like, I didn't mean to offend anybody. Like, it's just like this funny thing that I do." And I'm like, "Dude, it's totally cool. Like." we're not at all concerned about this at all it's it is but like you have to admit it is a little weird like you, <laughs> you doing this is a random stranger it's like it's so not an issue but it's just a kind of weird thing and he's like yeah yeah i think so but like he was still sort of clinging on to his theory it's like yeah no but like everyone else everyone else i noticed and i'm like so oh do you do this with like i don't know any other race of guys or girls or whatever and he's like well i don't i mean not really (laughs) like like why so why does it have to be like why a white guy like i mean are you if you're just doing it with white guys then it's not really a good um sample set by what too rich to um (laughs) right you're trying to help his science out here yeah exactly it's a biased sample (laughs) set um so yeah so anyway that was basically it he he was actually totally cool like i didn't have any issue with him he was kind of funny and weird but um let me ask you this though sure right but where was your group interacting with him and his friends before you went to the bathroom yeah we all we all sort of were through the through the dog just hanging out with like oh right, right 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 okay okay yeah yeah otherwise it would have been extra weird he just rolls up to yeah like, but i wouldn't i actually just based on his vibe i wouldn't be surprised if he had just rolled up on us and, and did the same thing even if we hadn't had the previous interaction <laughs> it's not like your group was over there playing rock paper scissors he's like oh perfect opportunity <laughs> i mean <laughs> that, that i guess that is a sort of a fun thing to do if the conversation there's a lull in the conversation um, but we, no, we weren't really having lulls. We were okay there. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I'm sort of tempted to try this out at, at a bar, I guess, if I it, talk to some random dude at a bar, which, you know, I'm, I'm, I am known to do from time to time. Mm. All right. Uh, let me know how that goes for you. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, yeah, I don't know. Doing it in New York city could be. Maybe a little, a little <laughs> dicey. Maybe I'll, I'll stick to doing it out here in the Pacific Northwest. Maybe Sasquatch will come out, and I can 
You can drive oh, with him. Man. I don't know if race is really a thing with, with Bigfoot, but I do know something where race is a thing and it's a TV show, Atlanta. And we're going to cover episodes five and six um, of this show. I got to say, uh, I didn't take any notes on episode five, uh, but I think that's because I was drinking while I was watching. I got distracted. That's but all right. Sorry. Overall, I'm not, I'm not, not as into this season as, as the other two overall. I got to uh. say, I don't know if I would go as far as saying it's, a, there's a dip in quality because all the episodes are pretty on brand, but I'm just not as engaged. And okay. you haven't seen episode seven yet, so we'll hold off no. on that. I I have seen episode seven. It's called Trinity to the Bone. And it, it is, even though it's a side story without the main crew, it is actually quite good. Um, so I, I was, maybe I'm, I'm leaning back towards it being really good. But um, anyway... The episode five is called Cancer Attack. Why don't you get us started uh, with the overall thoughts? This is the one where Paperboy loses his phone at a show yeah. in I Budapest. Say, Buda- oh, Budapest, yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, overall, I actually liked this episode more than the second one out of this mm-hmm. group, out of, out of six. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't I mean, I like it because you could definitely see the transformation in Earn in this one, right? And between like Earn and Al's relationship too, How's where Earn is like really in charge now. He's walking around, setting things up. Like he seems much more confident in what he's doing and when he's giving people directions and instructions and when he's asking for things. And he just seems to be um, like really coming into his own as the. Uh, what is he, manager? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's actually dressing a little differently. Like, in this and the next episode, he's definitely dressing, like, more dressed up, especially in, oh, in episode he? six, I noticed. Uh, I hadn't noticed. Um, yeah. Okay. But um, overall, I, I liked this episode because I, I, I felt like it still had the weirdness that maybe, like, some of the others – previous ones didn't have with the whole group whereas previous seasons they had like that extra weirdness that i liked and mm-hmm. like the randomness and this one was sort of bringing it back with that especially with the uh the whole phone situation so paperboy does the show he, he's like killing it he's really coming into his own it seems as a performer um and at one point his, his phone is gone and they blame they initially blame the Make-A-Wish kid um, <laughs> who came and he had cancer and they were talking before the show. And then this was that whole part cracked me up. And they're like, he had a cancer attack and he had to leave. And they were like, what? A cancer attack? <laughs> um, like, That's not how it works. But um, <laughs> I don't think it's usually called that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then they get the, um, so then the phone is gone, and they decide it's this one dude, the main suspect. I don't remember his name, but he is like the um, venue manager's nephew. Yeah, through marriage. He will let you know through marriage. Um, yeah, I, I believe his name is Wiley. Oh, there it is, Wiley. Um, so they bring him back because they think that he stole the phone because he's turns out to be some kind of super fan, and like from the phone conversation to the 
what turned into like a police interrogation. Man, I just thought it was great. Like he was, <laughs> he was like, um, he was just like this, like like a bad guy in a movie, you know. Um, but he never even. But the part that threw me off, right? I guess we'll sort of spoil it. He doesn't steal the phone, right? It turns out he never had the phone, right? Or maybe he did. I don't know. Still, well, but in the end, he doesn't have the phone. Yeah, it's revealed that this other dude who's sort of just like a hanger on who, yeah. who I think he's another super fan that they just sort of picked up somewhere in Europe and he's just sort of joined the the, the team as like an assistant is is that is that what happened I don't know I wasn't expecting to see him again um, Was he did he show up earlier He was at the party at the tree party Oh that's who that was yeah, yeah. okay gotcha didn't expect him to be riding along with them um, but I guess he was in the end of that one too, like in their van, just like, Hey guys, where are we going next? And he's just like yeah, showing up. Is he so, like really yeah. rich or something? I don't, I don't know. They didn't really talk about it, which is weird. And I didn't understand. I, I guess if we skipping to the end about him with the phone, I don't understand why he took the, what was the point? Maybe they'll come out later. I but think like, it was just to, just to cause, cause a little chaos just for fun. Like he seems like. If he, I mean, if he's the type of guy who can just hop on a van with a rapper and his team and just go around Europe, then he's probably like, yeah, he's just one like seeking out adventure, basically. And he thought, you know, correctly, that um, taking the phone and hiding it would set off, a, a, would trigger another little adventure yeah. for him. And uh, he was going so over the top, though, on the phone with that telling him he's going to kill the kid. Yeah. He said, I'm the white Liam Neeson, which made no sense, but was hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I didn't get I didn't really get that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I guess also, too, it's like, I don't know. He could sort of like the the real move if he wanted to. um endear himself to the this crew would be to eventually be like oh i found the phone under a cushion or something here here we go yeah at the end but he just threw it out like right like maybe like show up on the van like he would like hide it in the van or something like oh here it is or but he just throws it in the dumpster which was like i mean yeah this episode had me pretty stressed out because i was the whole time i was thinking man what would i do if i lost my phone like it yeah i definitely portrayed that pretty realistically like i mean for paperboy it seems like he's probably way more dependent on his phone than i would be generally but still like i'd be like man i think my main thing would be like man i lost all these text messages with all my friends that you know i might I might want to go. I mean, I guess I never really do, but I might want to go back and just like sort of reminisce or something. Yeah. Um, but I guess pretty much everything, I guess, I mean, I backed up my phone recently, but that's just cause I got a new phone. Um, so you, you can pretty much get everything back if you, you back can, up regularly. You can, but that was his other thing, but him and Darius working their conspiracies didn't back up anything. Oh really? Oh, I didn't catch yeah. that. Yeah. It was like no iCloud, no backup, no nothing. Darius is like, no, we can't. <laughs> we don't trust that. That's how they get you. Yeah. So the, the kid was like, you can use Find My Phone. Darius is like, come on, you know better. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very Darius sort of thing to say. Uh, yeah, especially because like if you have an iPhone in the first place, they got you if they uh-huh. want it to begin with. Um, 
but yeah, I don't I don't do the iCloud stuff just because uh, it seems like too much trouble. I don't do you. I do now. Um, I probably don't need it at this point. I did when I had a phone that was had a lot of data issues, and then, then I just got a phone with more data, and I just kept the iCloud stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess I could drop it, but that was the first time I really signed up for it. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess this is like, you know, this, this season has been sort of alternating back and forth as well with episodes about the main crew and then side stories, which I, I do like. I like from a production standpoint because it's pretty ballsy of Donald Glover and co mm-hmm. to, to do this. And I like that they're, they have the, um, well, frankly, the, the power in, in this space in order to do this, to do that sort of thing, because usually that network would be like, what you're, you're only going to be in like six of the 10 episodes. Like, yeah, well, that's not really what we signed up for. <clears throat> that's but, true. Um, but he's, yeah. So that's a bit of a flex and he certainly deserves it. Um, and so that's, and the, and the side stories have been okay. Um, I actually, the, the, the more recent one, Trinity to the bone episode seven is a, a side story as well. And it's actually possibly the, the best one um, wow. that they've okay. done. It, it is really, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, so the, this is more, they're getting back on tour. Um, it is interesting to see, their relative level of success too, because it's, uh-huh. I mean, he's paper boys seems to be pretty well known in Europe and they're playing shows where they're getting like, what is it? 20, 20,000 euros. Yeah. Show. Uh, so yeah. Manager's cut would be usually like 2000, uh, like 10% of that. So, uh, I don't know what Darius's cut is. Maybe it's just, just room and board. <laughs> I'm not really sure what he does exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's nice to see his success. Um, yeah, I don't know. What did, what did you... Um, I, I thought it was still strange. Like, the kid was pretty off-putting, um, but a good actor. The whole thing about, like, they didn't know how old he was. And then he's like, well, you haven't seen him in 20 years? You don't know this guy. He keeps saying he's 18. He's like, I'm 32. He's like, either way, Donald's like, either way, it's it's fucked up. It's like, it's like, what is going on here? Yeah, him critiquing like that dude's interaction with his family. Like, I haven't seen him in 20 years. That's, I mean, for a nephew, I could sort of see that. It seems a little odd, but uh, yeah, he was definitely doing the sort of um, what's that movie? Unusual, uh, usual suspects. Oh yeah, there you go. With but how? Uh, okay. With Kevin, Kevin Spacey character, where and this frustrates me to no end. Where you ask a direct question and they go off on a tangent. It's not, oh it's yeah, I mean, he was doing it purposely to troll them. He was, but that's why it was so weird when he didn't have the phone. <laughs> yeah. How did he know? Well, I guess you can figure it out with enough internet looking, but like he knew Paperboy's phone number. Because when they yeah, asked him right. what phone number to call, he gave him Paperboy's number. <laughs> that's right. He was saying, and didn't he like Paperboy's? Like, I have some new music on it. Yeah. And he was was he like rapping like the hook to like one of his new songs? Yeah. He gave like two lines about which was like 
basically what Paperboy had recorded into the phone, and there's no way he would have known about that unless somehow like he hacked into the phone or had the phone. There's no way he could have known that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's not revealed, but I guess maybe it's possible that he did have the phone and he handed it off to uh, the hanger-on dude. Um, maybe we missed something along the way. I don't know, man. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I, mean, it, I mean, between both of us watching, like, if there was that handoff, we would have, I think we would have seen it. Yeah. I mean, I definitely was occupied with, like, I don't know, trying to make trying to make the perfect cocktail as an experiment um, while I was watching this, this particular episode. And I don't know why, but, um, but uh, I did not succeed because I was just mixing like, (laughs) it's like, I think like gin and like lime juice and then, and then like margarita mix. With this, this, this and, then, and then ginger right beer, I think was involved. I don't know what was going on there. No, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sasquatch doesn't like it either. That's fly, fly into a rage. Sasquatch, man, you don't want to give that drink to Sasquatch, you big boy. What? What is that? Is that soap that the Firestarters talk about? Is it Doctor Squatch? Squatch? Doctor Squatch. I is think. that a riff on Sasquatch? Have you seen this? So I've seen ads for it now. Hmm. And soap, right? Yeah. And is it is it a reference to Sasquatch? I th- I think so. Like a manly man's soap, you know, like. Oh yeah, like wow, well, like super manly. Because mm-hmm. you're that hairy. I don't. What is this? Because <laughs> you're almost animal. Man and animal combined. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> man, animal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I think part of the reason I I'm sort of critiquing this this season is is that with this episode it seemed like a lot of wheel spinning. Like it, there's not really much that happened. They were just in this one location doing like a in cop and police interrogation. I guess maybe the angle is like it's, you know, three black guys interrogating a couple white guys. Um, so that's sort of like the race angle that that they hit. Okay, I that's, think true. They do, that's true. They do hit race pretty much every episode in some way. Um, and I mean, unless you have anything else, we can segue to the next episode, which is very um, race related. Hold on, let me see. Socks origami. Uh, oh, only thing I had was in the beginning he was texting Van. So apparently she's just <laughs> oh, been yes. like, you know, away from the group for six days with no contact. This this Van storyline is like very uh, unfulfilling at the moment. I guess you could say. Yeah, and I mean. That's a good segue too, because she's in. Um, she is in episode six, and yeah, he's concerned. Um, naturally, you know, he's, he's the mother of our child. Um, it's unclear if he again. I didn't think we talked about this last time, but if he's really interested in rekindling a relationship with her, but he seemed to get a little bit jealous when she was hitting on the the dude at the tree or being hit on uh-huh. by the, the dude at the the tree party, but. Um, yeah, I, I'm. She's and she's acting 
kind of weirdly like she yes. just seems kind of out of it and blase and just so my my theory slash fear is that something happened really bad in the u.s and she's just trying to sort of ignore it or move like just sort of Take a break, take a break from it here in Europe. And then, cause she doesn't really want to address it. I'm hoping it's nothing to do with their, their child. Um, but maybe there's some, cause she's acting like someone who's, I don't know. I, and I, I'm not any kind of an expert on this, but like, she seems like someone who's maybe dealing with PTSD in the way she's just kind of, um, zoned out. Um, yeah, it does kind of feel like that PTSD. And I mean, we could talk about the, you know, this, the Ern and Van storyline in this, in episode six, whereby she shows up at this hotel that they're staying at and she's accused of stealing or shoplifting from a store by some Karen <laughs> who's got, got their citizens arrest badge on and he defends her and then they hook up uh in a in a hotel room that night and when she left in the morning i i totally misread that whole thing as being like a dream sequence that he had that like he dreamt that he was there protecting her and then she hooked up with him again but i i don't think it was in in i reread the wikipedia description of the of the episode before this and it seems like no, she just left in the morning before he got up. Was that was yeah. that your read on it? I thought that they were there together, right? I okay. thought it was real. Um, it's just I I don't know. The whole thing is was strange. Like her, <clears throat> first of all, I don't remember why they were why Ern was in that hotel. I guess maybe was Paperboy there to meet someone, something like that. And or then was, he was, was he doing asking, the fitting there? No. I don't know. I don't know. He why was he there, was like looking for the Apple Store, and then and then Van just happened to walk into that one. And that woman, there was the fact that the woman accused her of stealing. Uh, I feel like Van stole it. Um, that was yeah, that was my read too. <laughs> she actually <laughs> did steal it. So you've got all of that. Like her behavior is so strange right now. It's just completely. Um, completely out of what we've seen from her previously and like you said mm-hmm. yeah it does seem like something went like really wrong and just like, some kind of switch flipped inside of her and she's just out here acting out of character for her yeah. um but i don't think it is something with the kid because she did say i mean Ern did say that he called his mom and her mom and like Nobody knows where she is, but I guess right. they, if something was wrong with their kid, they would have said right. Um, yeah, okay. At that point, so I think child is okay, but yeah, it's just I don't know this this storyline. Like, it's gonna have to do something because right now it's just very frustrating with her popping in and out and just acting all weird and then popping and leaving again. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they're building to something. They've only got three more episodes left to get there because like you said, the next one is they're not even in the next one. Right. So I I don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, But it is weird just to see her so out of character from what we've seen the rest of the seasons. Yeah. Um, So I guess the, the main plot line in this episode was Paperboy 
sort of hired by this uh, fashion brand in is it is this in London? I forget uh, what country this I is. I think in. they are. I I don't um, know. Are they back in London? Let me see. Uh, it is London. Okay. okay, but it's a French fast fashion house named Esco Esco. <laughs> and like, why does that sound? Is that? Is that, is that, there's, did Nas have like a fashion line? He did Esco. I it was just it was. Esco. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So there's reference to, I believe Pablo Escobar. I'm guessing. It's it's interesting. I think. Um, do you do you remember the Nas fashion? Did you did you buy? I just did, remember. Did you buy Esco, anything? I don't, I don't, <laughs> do you have it? What was it like? I don't even know what it what, what it would have been. No, man. I don't have anything Maybe from do a it. Google I image search. I couldn't tell you really anything about it. I just know that it exists. Okay. All right. Yeah, so so uh Paperboy's hired as um some sort of uh basically like a diversity prop in order for this clothing line to uh get past this controversy they had where they Put out a shirt that referenced the Central Park Five, apparently. Um, oh shit! So that that was the I, controversy that they were the in. Yeah, I was like, "What was the controversy?" <laughs> you know, as I'm watching the episode, I didn't pick up on what the controversy was either. Um, I get it. I was just like, "Oh, there's some racist controversy." Like, we've yeah. seen enough of these in real life where we sort of know the the drill with it, but. I only know about the Central Park Five shirt because of me reading the Wikipedia entry about it. Oh, I did notice that it said Central Park, but Central Park Five. Yeah, I thought the ads were weird because it was like a bunch of black dudes around like a white girl and all the ads. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. All right. Now it, it all makes sense. I honestly thought it was something to do with that weird image that they had, like that weird face. I was like, maybe somebody's like offended by this face somehow but now it makes sense damn okay i'm looking at uh, i'm looking at some google images of Nas's esco line and i mean and, if this if this ain't some jinko jeans knockoff mm, shit, mm. i mean come on Nas, smarten up Nas. <laughs> oh boy yeah the stands are gonna get at me for that one um <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so paperboy is sort of on board with it it seems um and uh goes along with it i mean he can't be paid directly but they're willing to sponsor a charity to some degree and he does get some free clothing out of it which i guess mm-hmm. is decent um but yeah, I mean, the main crux of it is how the other people that this fashion line has brought on board to sort of help help their image uh, are basically just dedicated grifters. Um, yeah. And they were pretty open about it in, in their meeting internal meetings with the clothing line, um, which, you know, certain people have been accused of that in um, yeah. the modern, um, well, I mean, I guess specifically BLM uh movements um and uh, you know i don't we we sort of steadfastly avoid getting into politics on this podcast for for reasons but um 
uh, yeah, I don't know. I've had my, my concerns uh, about cer- certain things that I've seen in real life. Um, this episode, I think, is probably actually pretty accurate in, in terms of some some of these meetings that, that go down if um, a company is having these issues. Right. Um, I'm thinking of, right off the bat, I'm thinking of the NFL. Um, uh, I, I don't know about any fashion lines. I feel like most fashion lines wouldn't really even bother with this because they're so untouchable. Um, and public perception doesn't really affect their... their like, if they're accused of, like... I mean, they're accused of racism. We'll say the target demographic that that they sell to probably doesn't care or wouldn't even notice to begin with. Yeah. But I got to say that character Khalil, that um, he was, it was that character was very well acted. Like that that guy who was. I'm I'm sorry, I don't have the name here. Um, Oh no, do I? Uh, No, I do not. Sorry, but. he was very well acted, and his the way he so. Oh, here we go. Uh, his name's Fisayo Akinade. Um, and what is he? Has he been in something else? He's British Nigerian actor. He was huh. in a show. Wait a minute. He's in a show called What the fuck? Wait. He's best known for his role as Dean in Cucumber and Banana on Channel Four. So a show called Cucumber. What the fuck is this? Wait, is this a show called Cucumber and Banana? No, it's two separate shows. One called Cucumber <laughs> and one called Banana. And he's the same character in both of them. So Cucumber is a 2015 British television series uh, exploring 21st century gay life. The series focuses on a middle-aged Henry Best. Following a disastrous date night with his boyfriend of nine years, Henry's old life shatters. Okay. Okay, and then I guess let's see what's going on. What's banana? I think I get. I think I see what they're doing there. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> so banana is a sister series to cucumber. Okay, and also another show called tofu. <laughs> is this food? <laughs> tofu. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with these show titles? Okay. Oh, wait a minute. What is... What? Banana develops some of the storylines and characters featured in Cucumber, as well as introducing many new characters. Banana is a primarily self-contained series, occasionally overlapping with the Cucumber narrative. Cucumber, Banana, and Tofu are all named after the same scale of erection hardness, with Banana symbolizing the middle of the scale... From the flaccid tofu to the fully erect cucumber. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> oh my god, that is a no. that is a rabbit hole I did okay. not expect to go down. Okay, huh. let me let's segue back to Atlanta. Um, anyway, the actor did good, do a good job. I don't, I don't, sorry, I've been, I've been rambling on here. What, what, what do you think about this? And then we'll hit the the Lakeith's uh, misadventures oh. with Jollof rice. Um. This one was fine. I think it had some, I don't know. It had some funny moments. I honestly wasn't really that into this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, they had some, like the press conference was pretty funny. I mean, they were just like, will racism be over after this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And, yeah, and that dude Khalil, he says, "Yeah, like we expect it will be by 2024." Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that was pretty good. Um, I think I just wrote they just have a wish list, social justice scammers, earn blowing up, van found them. Um, we're all from some hood. <laughs> Reinvest in your hood. Mm-hmm. Um, that was it. it. I don't know. This episode didn't do a lot for me, really. It had some funny stuff. The, the Jollof Rice adventures, you know, we're about to talk about. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It was okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, look, I, I mean, it was definitely a message type of episode. Um, probably more on the nose than, than any other this season. Well, except maybe the reparations episode. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I was cool with that. Um, so Darius, <laughs> I like that he's in this like super high fashion, uh, clothing line offices about at a meeting about, you know, representation and diversity. And he's like, they're like, yeah, can we get you anything to eat? He's like, yeah. Um, the first thing he's like, yeah, can I get, um, some jollof rice with maybe some curried, uh, oxtail? Thank you. <laughs> like they have that there. Right. <laughs> I mean, jollof rice. So I'm not super uh, knowledgeable about Nigerian, traditional Nigerian food. Um, I have had jollof rice uh, mm-hmm. I, and I do enjoy it. And certainly oxtail. I'm actually a big fan of. Um, but uh, what, what's, what's your read on, uh, what's your take on jollof rice? Stories, um, stories involved I've in this? never, I've never had it myself. I, I knew what he was talking about when he said it, but mm-hmm. I've never tried it. There's, I got into, um, I don't know how this was recommended to be on YouTube, but it was, it was, um, there's a series, uh, some YouTube channel does a series of videos. I think it might even be like Buzzfeed UK. And uh-huh. it's like, um, is like Nigerian aunties rate each other's jollof rice. <laughs> and there's like a whole series where it's like Southern grandmas rate each other's banana pudding. Oh, you know what? I think I've seen like one or two of those. Yeah. And they're, they're pretty funny. Cause it's like, it's, they bring four people in and it's, I think one of them was like, like Jewish moms rate each other's knishes or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, and it's, they, it's like four people brought in, they each cook uh, their family recipe of whatever the dish is. And then they rate each other's. I think one was like, um, it's like Jamaican dudes rate each other's jerk chicken too. Like, like there's, there's a bunch of these and they right. are pretty, they are pretty funny. So some of them, like they get some, some interesting characters on to, to talk about it. Um, but uh, that was sort of my first thought was like, was remembering that video. Like I'm not, but I don't, I don't know. Darius apparently knew a place in London that had really good jollof rice. Um, yeah. That was surprising. He's like, oh yeah, this place. Yeah. How, how, how would he have known that? I mean, were they in London on a previous stop or he's maybe, like, maybe he just Googled it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. It's Instagram probably. It's, it's, apparently everything comes through Instagram. Everyone, uh, everyone in my life I talk to is like, where did you hear about this? Oh, Instagram. I know I sound really old that I'm sort of complaining about that. I am I mean, I'm not. I don't really care. But, um, I'm just not really heavy on Instagram. Perhaps I should be. It's okay. You can still do it if you want. So what did you think about the thing about the woman buying the, the store and doing the food truck thing? 
Um, I didn't like it, you know. That's that's what happens, so. though. It's sort of, I guess, a take on, like, some some kind of gentrification on one part and then, like, appropriation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the woman didn't even know what it was. And then right. two weeks later, she's selling the rice or however long. I, I mean, I don't know how long it was supposed to be, but it can't be. The timeline's all messed up. Yeah. There's no way that it happened that quickly. And right. there's no way they were there for that long. So, right. <laughs> timeline got fucked up. Is that a Nas lyric, by the way? Mm, timeline, timeline got I fucked don't up. I don't know. Maybe it's like a, a Doctor Strange lyric. Doctor Strange? Time. Yeah. Talking about timelines, you know. Uh, does, he, does he rap now? I don't see why not. Is that not. a spoiler there's probably, for this there's upcoming probably, movie? There's probably a variant of Doctor Strange <laughs> that's a rapper. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, uh, the dude who plays um, Mordo did did have cornrows. So, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I could see him busting some late 90s boom bap lyrics over there. <laughs> Style of Stillmatic. <laughs> A.K.A. Nas is best. Okay, let me stop. <sighs> Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of Nas references in this episode. Yeah, yeah, a lot of Sasquatch references, too. Not mad at that. Not mad at either. Yeah, I'm not mad at either. Um, Wait, where were we going? Oh, uh, yeah, so the, so the truck, the right? Truck. Like, that that was a little dramatic, like, a little over the top. But, yeah, I see I see what they're saying with that, and I see where they're going. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was fine, but, again, it's just like, I don't know. It was, yeah, it was a little too on the nose for me like that. Yeah. yeah she's immediate, immediately the restaurant's closed down and there is, um, you know, a white person making jollof, like jollof with some sort of fusion element to it. It's like yeah. organic or it's like organic jollof rice or something like that. That, that felt a little bit too on the nose and just like, almost like in the writer's room, they're like, <sighs> yeah okay we can use this as a placeholder but is there any other way we can sort of hit this that's not so on the nose and then they struggle with it for a while and then they just get to deadline it's like all right well we got to run with this yeah it's like a, i don't know it was yeah this episode so i guess if you sort of compare this one to the reparations one right mm-hmm. the reparations one i i just felt was done uh, in a much more interesting way, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to to this one, which was, I guess, like overall in general, like just more on the nose about everything that they were talking about. And it's like it okay. was, yeah, yeah. The reparations one was it was definitely more almost like magical realism that that I yeah. think the show does really well when it does it. Um, and this was just. This is pretty much didactic where it's just like, so you see what's happening in the world. <laughs> this is a problem. People wake up. Yeah. That's basically what it was. Wake your, you uh, break yourself. Fool. No, <laughs> wake, wake yourself. Fool. But like, like you said, I think a large, um, large part of what's going on and the way that they, maybe even the way they wrote the season and the way that they, they're filming the episodes and, and chose to create the episodes does have to do with the fact that they, you know, these conflicting schedules, it's really hard to get them all together yeah. now. And like, yeah, 
just have them all involved in all the storylines. So it's like, well, we got to figure out some ways to work around this. If we actually want to come up with these seasons, like we've signed up, we got two more seasons. How are we going to do this where everyone's so busy right now? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I, I, that's definitely the case. I'm like, I, what is Donald Glover doing other than this at this point? I, I guess probably movies, other movies, maybe an album. Although I thought he sort of s- said something like he was semi-retired from music. Maybe, I, maybe not. Um, he put uh, out an album, I, I think, know. in 2020. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. Hope I mean, hopefully. But yeah, I mean, this this almost has me wanting to go back and rewatch season one just to see the whole crew together uh, for like a whole season. And, and also I just haven't seen that season in a while. So it'd be good to do just a rewatch. Um, but you know, these side episodes, eh, I'm, I'm okay with, but the, the, the plot line in the Europe tour, just, it does seem in my opinion, just a, a little aimless. And uh-huh. I'm hoping that it's building somewhere. I would still say we haven't seen our Teddy Perkins level episode yet um no not at all but uh but uh, there's still hope uh yeah episode seven is really good you should watch it soon i thought they may have there was the potential when darius had that map and they were like he might do something with this map but then they just interrogated the kid instead oh yeah <laughs> um yeah, but you know, overall, I still I still really enjoy the show. It's one of my favorites. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I and I, my complaining is like is sort of nitpicking. It's still, I would say, one of the best shows on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking of getting. I know Snowfall just had a season. I I've been thinking about getting into that. Have Me you too, seen it? They've been they've been advertising it so heavily. I'm like, oh, well, maybe I should just watch it at this point. They have, <laughs> and you know, I've had people. Uh, a couple people who have like they're like wow i'm surprised you don't watch it because it seems like right in your wheelhouse um and apparently the main dude in it is like a pretty amazing actor um Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i have hulu now i I signed up for hulu to to be able to watch atlanta yeah you've got the access I i guess i probably should it's just it's one of those things where it's like i know there's like five seasons now and it just that feels a little overwhelming yeah, I mean, it's a little overwhelming, but, you know, it's also, I guess I feel the same way. It kind of, kind of freeing at the same time, because it's like, oh, all right, I got the whole thing. If Even if I start binge watching, I won't catch up. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, there's, there. I guess there's less pressure in that situation mm. for me, I feel like, to like try to watch everything. Cause it's like, oh, it's all there. Right. Just sort of watch at my own pace. Yeah. But then, on the other hand, then it's like, oh, I'll look at all these seasons. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And the new shows are coming out at the same time. Yeah. What's the next mm. bar? Have you been watching Moon Knight, by the way? I just started on this trip. I downloaded some episodes to my phone and was watching them because American Airlines doesn't have an in-flight entertainment system built they into don't? the seats. It was a direct flight from New York City to Phoenix, which is like a five-hour flight. And there's no, they expect everyone to use their own device. This could huh. be a trifling. I just sort of didn't. They expect you to use your own device and like s- connect through their Wi Fi and set up, and you can do it. I was like, w- why are they making people do this? 
oh wow so they actually are saying like this is what we want you to do as opposed to it just being like a sort of un unspoken expectation yeah there's signs like this is what you can do to connect and and what, what have, is that this is what you, you know, can do use your own have, smartphone oh yeah never would have thought of that yeah and have access to all this entertainment it's not like no watch your own stuff but like you can access their system like how oh, delta I has see. like the delta entertainment or whatever but just do you have built to into you the then scene. have to get an app like their app you didn't have to get an app you had to go through the website and i didn't do it so i don't know exactly Ugh. but i just didn't want to either Interesting. i was irritated and i was prepared yeah. so i watched some moon knight on the plane instead moon knight okay yeah yeah oh man well my flight out to seattle i, I don't even know if i should talk about it i should I was I had a rock, rollicking good time. Uh, <laughs> I was at one point. I think I, I was ordering a bloody bloody mary, and uh, I was like for the flight attendant. I was like, "Oh, is there a way I could give you a tip?" And she's like, "No, it's just it's just the just the, the single cost. There's the system's not set up to give tips." She's like, "But your smile is enough of a tip anyway." Oh yeah. Like, oh shit. Free drinks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that did not happen, but the free drinks part. The free drinks part did not happen, but her, she did actually say that, which is actually kind of funny. Um, but confidence booster. Yeah, free confidence booster. Yeah, got a good good smile. Smile is good enough to, I guess, avoid the obligation of a two. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I guess we can wrap up unless you have anything else on Atlanta. <laughs> Uh, no, no, but just, you know, I just do want to say, like you had mentioned it just a minute ago, like, yes, we do get a little nitpicky about the show, but it's still a fantastic show and we, we both really enjoy it. Yeah. I think we just have high expectations for the show at yeah. this point. Yeah, just like with, uh, with Nas and his output too, mm-hmm. high expectations mm-hmm. that are Listen never met. new ones. He's put out like three <laughs> new albums the past oh, three years. Oh, I know. I mean, I, I mean, I know now that you just hit said boy. it. Hit, hit boy. <laughs> oh, the yeah. hit boy. Was that a good one? Mm-hmm. I did hear about the mm-hmm. album with hit boy and I do like there's hit two of production. Them. Oh, there's two of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think I'm busy that day. So, uh, eat something <laughs> green, <laughs> drink your water. This was podcast. Yeah. <laughs>